Ochenta y dos. Yes, episodio, capítulo. Capitulo. Capitulo. Ochenta y dos, 82. We've got 82 of these things. That's a nice number. It is a nice number. So Ye- The year of the VU. The year of the VU. Yeah, man, 82, baby. Oh, so you're, oh, one year away. From what? From turning 40. Yeah. That's What's, fucking muy scary. <laughs> muy scary? Despacio means slow, right? Yeah. What is scary? El horror. Yeah, it was like, um, dude, I don't know how to just say scary. Yeah, how do you say scary? It's, I would say me da miedo. Like, it it, it makes me scared. Mierda? Isn't no, that no, like no, shit? miedo. Oh, me! I was like, I was like, that me was the thing miedo. that my Spanish teacher told me not to say because that's like, um, tembloso, something like that, like makes me it's like tremble. Yeah, dude, that's so weird. I don't know how to say scary, hey, but hey, I, I would say me da miedo. Hey Google, how do you say scary in Espanol? Let's see. It. Let's see if Hey Google comes to the rescue. Uh, oh my God, a a terror. Aterradora or aterrador? Yeah, see that? That's not. Or ast, De miedo, dude. It's de miedo. Either way. Anyway, everyone's like, what? Like, So episode 82 of the podcast, BJJ and Bruised. How's your week of training been? The last seven days of training. The last seven days. Yeah. So that would be last Wednesday. Would I... Well, you can include Tuesday, like just from last week to now. It's been all right. I mean, like, Good. Just been... What are you guys working on in the morning? So last Tuesday, I was not there. I was there Thursday. Or fuck, I don't even remember. It was one of the days. I, was, I missed one day, basically. And, um, oh, yeah, last Thursday was, was like a interesting sort of like seminar-ish type class. Like a, you use the word sandbox a lot. Mm-hmm. So I kind of. Uh, you know, hand the reins over to Kali that day. And he took the white belts who were in class and did whatever with them. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. He did foundations curriculum probably. I, yeah. Okay. That's what he did. Um, and then left uh, the higher belts to our own devices. And we, Brian McKenzie, Steve Wynn, uh, Tristan and I kind of played with the hip shovel from half guard okay. and how to integrate it into kind of our, that's true because I spoke to Brian games. McKenzie and he's like, I already did Gita Day. I was like, when? He's like, it's six. I was like, what? Yeah. So Brian McKenzie, he might not have slept that night. He's just like, let me just go train. <laughs> Lots of beer, cars, guns, and jujitsu probably for him. Yeah. The um. So we did that Thursday. I came and trained on Saturday and just got the hell beat out of me. Um. You mean Sunday? Sunday. You're right. You're right. Sunday, Saturday. What was I doing Saturday? Oh yeah, I was with my dad on Saturday. So there's a little three generation dad dad. Granddad, dad, Sunday. Cool. That was fun. Um, trained Sunday morning. Got, as Paul said, triangled multiple times by him, which was fun. And then got just my head popped off and put back on and popped off again by Muxy Hebe. Oh, he darts you? Yeah, he's really good at that. You gotta watch like, the Doris, bro. Yeah, he's... No he's weak very... underhooks with Mike. No, definitely not. No weak underhooks. Speaking of weak underhooks, did you see the video of that UFC fighter grappling Orlando Sanchez? No. Oh, my God. You haven't seen this? No. So, I saw it yesterday, and it's essentially the arm bar that 
that they got Jacare. Yeah, like the no, 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 no. Um, the umbrella that Paul Paul Miller, Paul Craig got on that dude on Saturday night. Like sort of like the Frank Mir armbar that he got on. Oh, on 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 uh, Tank, I think it was. No, on um, Tim Sylvia. Tim no, Sylvia. Yeah, where it was like a fucking like a a, a shallow overhook like mm-hmm. arm crank. It's almost like almost like a key lock Americana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I, a, I think I mean everybody basically calls it the Frank Mir. What was who was Orlando Sanchez? Orlando grappling? Sanchez was grappling Strickland. Sean, yeah. Is his name Strickland? the U- UFC fighter? Okay, because it came up as an autocomplete. Yeah, and so Strickland had like a shallow underhook on him, and they were doing stand-up grappling, and fucking Orlando Sanchez just pops that on him like hard. You, you get to watch the video, man. It's pretty intense. Like, and tap 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 tap. That's one of those. No, he fucking did a spinning back fist on him and front kicked him and said, "What the fuck are you doing?" Oh, okay. oh, it's bad. All right, YouTube, YouTube to the rescue. Here we yeah, go. Man. But there's the extended and now version. Now I've got an ad, so mute that. <laughs> I'll send you the extended version later. But it was like that's like. Oh, now they're talking. They're talking, dude. It's like a five-minute video, and they're yeah. And then they actually start grappling. Yeah, after that, so you know that's not going to end well. So they they come on, bro, come on, bro, and now let's let's grapple. Yeah, this is okay. I'm not making any sense of this, so. Yeah, yeah, okay. you, you just have to watch it in in entirety later. Okay, on. I will do that. So, so Chris, now so, that we yes. killed nine minutes of our view listeners' time, yeah, you know, just blathering here, uh, which is typical, par for the course. Thank you for enduring it, ladies and gentlemen. So, as long as we're good ambient music to people, that's <laughs> we're all ASMR. <laughs> Speaking of which, that dude re- he said he recognized my voice immediately on um, Sunday. Who? The Adam dude. Oh. He was like, you're Black Belt Chris Vu. Or whatever it is. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Look I guess my celebrity voice stat. is that dude. recognizable. You gotta get, you're going to have to get used to this celebrity status. The whole ASMR thing's weird. Is that some like pseudo-sexual thing that I'm just not understanding? Like, I, I don't get Short it. Short answer, yes. Is it really? It's I don't understand it. Like, cause it, I, my and phone they, actually, actually, they actually make special microphones where it's shaped like an earlobe. So it's supposed to like make the sounds of the whispering that's happening what? like similar to what you would, you know, so hear if my if, phone has a function for like would. recording ASMR on that. I'm like, I don't even understand what this is. So I Googled it and like all this, <laughs> and weird, you got a lot of like lips that <laughs> you saw, like a lot of like people like popping into the microphone and like taking like fucking paintbrushes and painting over it and stuff. Like, okay. That's even more here? sophisticated. Usually it's like, I've seen it on Twitch where just these like, Geek girls are just like whispering. Oh yeah, there's usually some pretty attractive <laughs> girls, and and like just taking just random like chopsticks and stuff. So and like, you know the I'm funny like, thing the is, is there's here? I was I was joking with one of my buddies, um, non jujitsu buddies. You have non jujitsu buddies. I know, from my previous life, <laughs> which will remain uh, uh, clouded in secrecy. <laughs> you are the, the most interesting man so, in the world, according to Stevens. So. Uh, um, so Twitch, for those of you who don't know, is this is this platform that at first glance might appear like YouTube, but what it really is is live streams of people playing video games. Or people just on their computers. Well, and, 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 yeah. and a very a growing segment of that is just is called the IRL channel, which is just 
people sitting in front of their computer screens yeah, talking, yeah. engaging with pay to yeah. watch that shit, so, which I don't understand at all. Anyway, um, live your own a, life, right? A, a fair, a fair portion of that are females of varying degrees of being scantily clad that are appealing I mean, to nerddom. I can't okay? argue that then. I but mean. the, uh, there was a growing number where I just, I would go there and I'd look, I'd be like, why are they in a kiddie pool? What? So the the thing was like you know a lot of these like an adult, yeah, an adult in a kiddie pool, and I was like, is this the new thing? So they'd be they'd have their computer set up, I guess, on a platform just outside of it, and they'd just be sitting in a in a in a kiddie pool. Oh, this is talking some strange stuff though, right? Like, well, they're not doing they're they're just talking. They're, like they're, they're in life. a bathing suit talking. You know the strange. Are stuff they that, though? I mean, are they? they wait, well, because like, the, oh, the, the terms of service, people. the terms of service of Twitch is not going to allow them to do anything pornographic. They're they're definitely gonna push the envelope. Like let's be let's be frank. Are they gonna here. start I mean, dumping like honey and like fucking Jello pudding? No, they don't. I don't. Think okay, none of that weird. Okay, I'm like, I'm no, like dude, but what the I hell mean, they you will. Watching, they will like if 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 I get to this many followers in the next hour, I'll do twenty squats on camera. That's to the degree of if you want to say sexualization. Where can I find these <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, I made a joke. I was like, this is what this has all become to my buddy. And then two days later, he's like. They just created a channel on Twitch called Squats and Kitty Pools. No, called Oh, okay, damn. Uh was, like, was it Pools Pools, Bubbles and Beaches or something like that, which is literally because there's such a growing number of people that were doing this. What the hell? That they create a subcategory just for I can't believe there's enough And people spend $5 a month to to subscribe even though you can see it for free. It's not as though it's behind a paywall. It's they want to support so maybe so, we should do BJJ and Bruise in a kiddie pool. I, I mean, and go live and see how much money we could generate. I, I will, do. and we could demonstrate jujitsu. <laughs> hey guys, if Whoa. we get to ten, hey, if we get to t- come down there, Josh Fabia. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, dude, we'll show you the triangle if you will. Like, <laughs> and yeah. you guys can figure. You can tell us which one for. <laughs> if we get if we get fifty dollars in donations. Like so, maybe there's reverse a- Senkaku. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh man, oh Jesus Christ, no! So yeah, is man, this, that's this that, is where we're headed, huh? This is what our children are gonna grow up, and God knows where it's gonna god, evolve to. Like, oh, what <laughs> look, at, look at you. He's like, oh god. I just it was so much okay. simpler when you'd go to the you'd go to a books you go to Barnes and Noble, and fi- and it wasn't even Barnes and Noble. You go to that you go to the local magazine shop which don't exist anymore yeah, yeah like and they'd be they'd be magazines and they'd be that one section at the top with the black bars with the black yeah, bar yeah, because yeah. you don't want to see the covers because it's adult it's the adult material only and then you'd see that you go there's a kid and you'd see these older guys like did you ever see older it. guys actually grab oh yeah this? no i, I there's a guy he, really? he'd page through it you know All oh, right. they, dude I, I i i had the distinct memory of um <laughs> Literally imagine the stereotype. Whatever stereotype you have in your mind is probably right. And just add to that him licking his finger oh to turn the God. page. That's so not not in a perverted way, but you know how like like literally just you know how people want to get like that friction on the page. Like it's something like an older generation. Like they they lick their finger and then they can get grip on the piece of paper. So he's like, I mean, it, it does have a lot of gloss on the oh yeah on the, on the page, so it does require well unless they stick together because it was <laughs> that's that's just weird. <laughs> anyway. We do say this. This is not for kids. The show, so we, we can talk the about tag. So, so anyway, what I was going to ask you is, um, when you were at Marcio's at the beginning, 
I mean, this is like this is like God level, like in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah. Okay. Go go into like what that was like. Do you have memories of the stories that happened there? Like what what happened? You know, like what was training like that? Because to me, you know, I, look, when I listen back, I always enjoy the the the, the podcast where we, where people tell stories. And we and you've told your origin story, and we know that. But what um, was the actual training like? Yeah, but I'm just kind of like, what are some of the stories that happened in those times with some of those people that were there? Like, who are the people there that I would might know? Like, have, have any of those people besides Paul and yourself ended up at our gym? From Gracie Ba? Yeah. No. No. So what? Where did those people like? Who are the people then, and where did they go? Oh, and man. so, like, obviously, Mar- I, I actually don't know much about how I, I, Marcio is doing. I think his business is doing very well because they have got like multiple locations now. Um, one of my good friends, he's a black belt Earl. I keep in contact with him occasionally. I haven't chatted with him too much lately. But like, I would, you know, just back in the day when you leave a gym, like you're you're like a creonche or whatever it is, right? Like you, they just like disown you so mm-hmm. you don't talk to many people um ironically two people who i one person rather who i keep in kind of quasi contact with you know we're very friendly whenever we're around each other is um jensen have you met jensen the name sounds familiar Jensen vega he looks like he looks like vanderlei silva and it was i was like hey man has everybody ever told you he's like yeah i i know i know you know, like Did he a, get a tattoo a on the back old, of his head? No, no, no. But he and he, but you know, he didn't do warm his fists together warm up either. But um, so my first class was. <laughs> so let's talk about like onboarding, right? My first jujitsu class, me and my buddy Steve, go in and and do like we like sign up that day, right? Like both of us have full time jobs now. It's time to time to spend some of this cash and, yeah. and get the shit beat out of us. So it was. A weird location. So you know where East End Market is, off of Kareen. Yeah. So there was like, like a personal training like fitness studio back there, and Marcio had like rented out, like a certain. That's actually really close to where I live. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it is. So, but and keep in mind, this is like the only game in town at the point. There's no mm-hmm. other jujitsu. Um. So we we went there and. Like, there's, like, nobody to sign us up, really. There's, like, it's just, we just come and we just we fill out a couple things and they take our credit card and we take class, right? And it's... So who took it? There's nobody there. So who took your credit card? It was Fabian Reyes, who is a uh, black belt now. He was a purple belt at the time. Jensen, who was a blue belt at the time. hmm And, like, he was just teaching class and he just kind of... Quasi signed me up in a haphazard way, and and that was that. And it was just like, just thinking back, I'm like, man, like this is this is how you lose customers, right? Like you fucking sign up two dudes and just smash the fuck out of them, and like just integrate them in the class. No motions of like no no teaching basic movements or anything. And I, I remember to this day, the technique of the day was. Uh, how to cartwheel guard pass over somebody <laughs> in seated guard. <laughs> right? <I'm> like, yes. <laughs> it was day was one like, white belt cartwheels. Cartwheel guard pass. I don't know what a guard pass is. I mean, actually, I vaguely knew because I had read uh, uh, Mastering Jiu Jitsu by 
Henzo Gracie. Henzo Gracie ghost written by, by uh, Danaher. Don, Donaher. So Donaher. I knew what a guard pass was, you know, like, but I didn't know how to do it. So uh, that was that. So did you have a gi or did they like? What was no, I bought a gi later on. You, so it was so when you showed up, you were in street clothes. Fucking street, yeah. Like, and they let you in class with street clothes. Yeah. No belt. Yeah. I mean, it was just things were just so less formal then. Right. But they were, but the other students were in gis. It was so. That's the thing is, it was like Jensen, Fabian, me, Steve, maybe like two other students. And they were in geese, and we were just in street clothes. Yeah, it was. It was really. And was Marcio odd. teaching? No, Jensen was teaching. Uh, Fabian was teaching. So the purple belt was teaching. Yes, Jensen was a blue belt at the time. Okay. So. So you had a purple belt running class. A blue belt helping. And then you had a bunch of white belts, and, and then like, brand new people in you. Yeah, and and by a bunch and, of other brand, people, like maybe two other people in class aside from them. Okay, so what was the warm up like? Just fucking run. Like run for like five or ten minutes and just all these calisthenics and stuff. Oh, the jumping jack. Oh my god. Like when you think of like oh, you must tire yourself out so you can rely on technique and you know, like that bullshit. Like, yeah, that that was that was my life for like two years, man. Like that's that's what it was until a certain Oof. cocky brown belt came along and Oof. was gonna, you know, get us our blue belts in six months instead of whatever. So that's, that's what it was. And it was so funny thing about the Korean school. We, one day Steve and I show up and like the fucking mats are gone. And just for the audiences, you know, this is not Steve Wynn. If you think, Oh, this is, is my buddy. Yeah. This yeah, is my buddy. Different Steve. Steve. So, so I, you know, we love Steve Wynn, but this is not Steve Wynn. So just yeah, in yeah, case yeah, people like, are thinking like, Oh, is this Steve Wynn? And then one day we show up for class and like nothing's there. It's just the first thing you do. I'm like, what just happened here? Like, is there, where are we supposed to train? Like, did they, did they shut down? Blah, blah. And we were like waiting around and finally someone's like, oh yeah, yeah, they moved. Like, what? Like, how, how are we supposed to know this? Was there a sheet of paper there? It's like, we have moved. <laughs> Nothing. No, like, sorry for the inconvenience. This is our new address. We just sat around and waited till somebody else came along they didn't know anything because they hadn't been informed either until the owner of the gym where they're renting space out of came along and evidently it was like on bad terms and stuff. He's like, yeah, they moved somewhere downtown. So I was like, what? So we finally found out it's actually, they moved to a building. You know where colonial photo on hobby is on 50 and 1792. Yeah. It was a building right next to that, and they moved there. And uh, that was where they. What did year was this for you? Oh, 05. Oh, okay. This is way before. You weren't training there in 2012, right? No, no, no. I I'd, okay. I'd left there and joined up with, with these guys. Do you by any chance know of a guy by the name of Victor Lugo? Why does that sound familiar? Because isn't that a Batman villain, Victor Hugo? Victor Hugo, yeah, that or Hugo Strange and something, yeah. There's like no, why, why should I? Victor should I know Hugo, Victor, Victor Hugo? Hugo's like an actor, right, or so, like, or like a poet or something, some some sort of like, like yeah. art artist. I know everybody educated out there is like yeah, he's Jamie, though. Jamie. But um, no, what? Victor Lugo. Why is should a, I know is Victor Lugo? Because for a period of time he trained jujitsu at Gracie Baja, 
probably at le- you know definitely 2013 and he was a coworker of mine when I was a software okay. engineer in Altamont Springs but now I'm realizing like even then was still a little earlier in mixed martial arts and stuff so there were probably less schools in the area so I, I think just it was thinking- 09 was the big blow up with, okay because that was like ultimate, ultimate fighter, fighter yeah. yeah okay or whenever that year was I, I so you didn't finish with the first class you did your calisthenics routine dude you did the this cartwheel was 15 years ago I, you I, did the cartwheel guard pass what were the what were the roles like oh i just i so maybe i do remember a lot more than i think i do all i remember is after class and this is every white belt this happens to right they fucking roll with somebody who's more experienced than them and they just get smashed and just held down inside control for seven minutes or whatever the case is. Thrashing around on bottom. And I just remember asking um, Fabian, I was like, how do I like get out of that? Like, how do I, how do I not let that happen? And he's kind of chuckled and was like, you got a long way to go, man. And that, that was it. Like that was, that's all I can remember of my first class. I love how in the very first, I mean, looking back, just think about that. It's like, it's the, the first class, the first hour of you train jujitsu. And you're like, how do I get out from under there? Like, it's a simple answer. You yeah, know exactly. I mean? Right. Like, and <laughs> it's like, there are way more variables at play right now. Yeah. But, and, and, but, the, but so, but that's all you, if that's sort of like all, you know, right. Like, and, and I probably came into it knowing a little bit more just because like I'd read about it and stuff. But like, just in terms of like, you think it's just an easy answer of like, if this, then that, right. But it's just, it doesn't work that way. Um, and then, so eventually we moved to like the other place and like, so what was the new location? Like bigger mat space, brighter. Um, had you, had you had a class with Marcio at all at this point? No, not until I moved to the new school. Really? So, yeah. Okay. So just Fabian teaching in that in that original location. Yeah, and I can't even remember. Did how you long ever that see was. Marcio? No, because I mean, I, yes. Well, did he have multiple locations at the time? I know there's always been Kissimmee. So is he like? Was he always there? Was that the thing? That no, he, he. It was. It was strange. Like he. Because I remember Brian Bobinski teaching quite a few classes, and he was a purple belt got his brown belt i think around the same time paul did okay and he kind of like ran the front desk and stuff looked like johnny lawrence um oh yeah no yeah yeah johnny lawrence johnny lawrence yeah. looked like look a lot like johnny lawrence not jonathan taylor thomas jtt no, no, no. <laughs> way less sexy than jtt see what's replaced that that was the other thing. You go in the magazine aisle back in the day, and they'd be like that. Is it like kids, Tiger Beat or whatever the hell it is? To, I, well, I, do, I don't think magazines exist. I think it's just TikTok. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, no, magazines are still there. You go to Barnes Noble, it's still there. Yeah, but there, you don't have the teeny bopper magazines. I don't think. Oh no! I first of all, I, I wouldn't even know. Yeah, like I mean, I, I, I'm always I see guns and ammo. But you remember what I'm referring to? Like yeah, there are like magazines the where it's like, was like where seventeen and shit like that. Right? It was all it was all like pink like and Archie ju- and like you have fucking J- bubbly print and stuff. And you'd have JTT on the cover. You'd have Joey Lawrence on the yeah, cover. Yeah, like what do girls like nowadays? Are they they still in like fucking little wimpy dudes? 
<laughs> Dude, like, have, an, have another kid. Have a daughter and you'll find out. No. That, that, that's <laughs> literally an impossibility. Um, that's, it's, Shout out to vasectomies, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Vast deference. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, okay. So you moved to the new location. Bigger, bigger space. Bigger space. More mats. More mats. Was there any Muay Thai? Yes. They added Muay Thai. So Muay Thai was going on at the other place as well because there was like the bag rack there. Um, don't remember much about it because I didn't really, I wasn't into it at the point. Um, there was co-classes going on. Dude, no AC. Fucking terrible, right? So I was like, imagine like jujitsu and Muay Thai going on the same mats. Oh, I can smell it. I can't see it. I can so smell it. So there's like, and there's <laughs> a, a wall of hanging bags in the back corner or like a rack, kind of like a, like a square, you mm-hmm. know, and then that's in the back corner. Those bags are there and you're, you have this like sort of like invisible dividing line of like jujitsu and Muay Thai classes going on and just the fucking amount of sweat and just like slippage and just, just, do you recall seeing nightmare. them clean the mats ever? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. Like, I mean not, not like, not in between classes or anything. Oh yeah. Like after class. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's going on. Bobby's teaching that eventually. Mr. Bobby, Mr. Bobby, Bobby Robert's teaching that. Um, Paul's like, there's this weird like back room, like, like literally you have to walk through this hallway and this little fucking just terrible changing room. Uh, and then you go, keep going through and there was like a, because the guy who owned the building was like this. Imagine like, have you seen the movie Generation Iron? Yeah, like the like the first one. Yes. Um, and they they talk about like the guy who's like still trying to like live the dream of like the bodybuilding lifestyle, and he's like fucking living out of his car, and he's just this terrible yeah. like loser. like super nice guy by the way. Yeah. Like owned the building, I think it was, and he was like renting out tomorrow. I don't know what the the situation was. So. Okay. So either way, he had the landlord like, was living out of his car while renting. Yeah, like like upstairs, I think it was. Okay, and he's got this like little like weird weight pit in the back, <laughs> and there's like another room where like Paul and his like MMA guys like would train during like normal like six o'clock to like nine o'clock. Yeah. Right? So like, as like a fucking white belt, and you're like whoa, and then, I mean keep in mind like Luigi Fioravante, Ben Saunders, like Paul. Seth Petrozelli, who we just find out is on is on Ultimate Fighter, like all these fucking murderers, like Tom Tom Lawler, probably Tom Lawler a little bit later on. Okay, um, what about uh, Steve Ramos? Not yet, because Steve Ramos, I think, is a knockout fitness guy. Okay, Mikey Gomez, um, Anthony Talone, who you don't know, but he's more of a jiu-jitsu guy. He was a, he was a black belt time, very handsome. Um, <laughs> Like, like super handsome um like man like no homo like you're like man like, that's a really good looking dude right but <laughs> but we digress anyways so like all these fucking murders in the back right yeah um and like you, you know as a white boy you're like, oh, like this. so they did they had their own little space yeah 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 in the back in the back like 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 a dungeon like when you think of like a fucking like the blue basement sort of thing, right? And you just you walk by, it's like steamy and hot and shit, and like no walk, windows. Uh, I don't even remember. I think you have to walk through, past it to go to the back parking lot. Okay. And like you just see them fucking murdering each other back there. Um, 
So that was cool as hell. I remember that very, very um, vividly. And that's when I think I realized, I was like, okay, so every kid who, you know, Paul walk kind of talks about how like every kid who walks the door, like thinks they can be like an MMA fighter. Cause you're like, uh, you know, cause at the time, like you, you, you go learn jujitsu cause you want to fight, not because it's just some, yeah, thing, absolutely. some recreational, you know, at the time I had that, like, I'm like, Oh man, I hear they have a fight team, blah, blah, blah. Maybe if I'm good enough, I can get on it and stuff. I look at that shit. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I am not doing that. <laughs> you know? So like, I'm like, Oh, that is way harder than I thought it would be. And, um, and at the time too, you couldn't do MMA until you were sort of like either invited or you had to get like a blue belt. Or, I forgot what like there were some like certain stipulations you had to do. I had to talk to Paul. Do you know it. at the time, and, and this might be a Paul question, but was there any instructor in the back with the MMA guys or were they just? Yeah, Paul. Paul was the one yeah. instructor. Yeah, okay. Paul. Like he was, he was the dude leading the way. Okay. And it's funny because like he's, you know, it's, he's still the same way now. Like he's, people just sort of assume he's the leader and treat him as the leader. He didn't want to be the leader, right? Like I remember specifically running into him at at like Sports Authority there on 50 and 436. And I was like trying to find like fucking sparring equipment and shit. And I was like, hey, man, like I know you. And he looked at me like I had two heads. And I'm like, hey, you, like should I get like this stuff? And he's like, and he does this kind of like head nodding, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> and mind you, I'm like a and six month And you're all like bright eyed and Yeah, I'm like, oh, tail. he talked to me. <laughs> you know, like, like he, he, he knows who I am. Like, that's what I was like, bullshit. But, um, so that's, that's, yeah, Paul was kind of like running that. And then there was a lot of stuff that went down as to. So, for, yeah, but so for you, when you were training at that new location, so Paul's running, um, you know, it's an MMA I, fight team. There's no MMA class. No, I, it's a yeah, fight so team. He, he, yeah. There's a fight team in the back. In the back. In their own little room. Literally in the back, yeah. In their own room. So it's kind of like the what the Ken Shamrock uh, Lion like Lion's Pit, Den. Lion's yeah, Den. Yeah. Or, Terrible book, by the way. Or, um, or like when you think of like the military fucking... No, no. Yeah, or, like, yeah but like... Um, or Ryan, Ryan LaFrance would be like the Bret Hart Dungeon. Oh, is that the hard no, dungeon? Stu Hart dungeon. The Stu Hart dungeon. dungeon. Yeah, yeah. something okay. like that. Yeah, like so okay. That's so that's I'm... happening. You're up front with the plebs. <laughs> yeah, with like the like the you know with the paying with the no marks. with the paying clientele, the people yeah, exactly. that are. And again, like you said, they were skewed more towards I want to be a fighter. It was definitely still not marketed as recreationally There's as it is a, nowadays. Jujitsu is for everybody. That did not exist. Exactly. Then, right? So. Like that, was Marcio teaching any of those classes to you guys at that point? And if not, who was teaching? Yeah, um, yes and no. So I I had sort of skewed off and started doing like regular class. And, and mind you, this is also a time where I, I still feel and I look back now and I, I got my blue belt way too early. I got my blue belt in six months, right? Like, And it was to pay like 80 it was just ridiculous wait wait you you what you, you you paid 80 bucks yeah for like a fucking blue belt test and it was a terrible right i have video of it it's it's garbage. you have a video oh man on vhs no oh, jesus christ man no my my girlfriend at the time stacy videotaped it on her phone and i've got we it. had phones back then we i i no, honestly like i like we, a video phone oh yeah. it's, it's probably 144p or something oh, right? okay it's terrible okay 
It's a postage stamp. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's garbage. <laughs> like, and so this is the th- Yeah, like, you know, it was also you memorize five techniques or the hell it was. And then you get like, you get in a line like how kids classes. Yeah. There's like 10 of us in line. Yeah, there's like 60 people like. You better looking. be last. That way you get to see it. Yeah, that's the bullshit, right? <laughs> and I'm looking here. I'm like, man, like me. Like I got my blue belt a little bit earlier than Earl. Like one, one class before him. And, but Earl was there to watch me. And uh, you hear me reference Earl a lot because, like, he's he's my bud. But, um, and, like, yeah, it's like, you better be the last one, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, that's when I realized, like, this is kind of bullshit. Because it's, like, ten people in line. You got, like, five black belts, like, in ahead of one one black belt in front of each line. Yep. And they're all just watching you perform the technique. On the person in front of them. The person in front of you, right? Yeah. You better hope you have the, a good person in front of you and you're last. Yeah, you, and so like, <laughs> it's so terrible. Like, so wait a minute, I have a question. Yeah. Who does the first person perform the technique on? Just the person behind them. So it's the first person performing the person behind them. So then who does the last person perform the technique? I don't remember. No. Uh, it was 15 years ago. Does, it, does the first person have to hang around and end up being the uke for the last person? Is it a circular thing? I don't remember, but <laughs> all I remember is... is a long line, five, five lines, five black belts. It's like, let's say it's 50 people testing. Were they actually looking at you guys while you were doing this? <laughs> looking off and talking in Portuguese to each other? They're, no, no. They're definitely looking at us. And <laughs> <Okay>. like... <laughs> That's good. Because <laughs> like, they have to be like, oh, administering the test, right? Yeah. And like... They're doing, some people are performing the techniques and they're fucking terrible. Like, I just look at, I'm like. You might have been one of them. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I'm actively like, I can look at him like, that dude is not doing anything. <laughs> and you get the black belt's like, oh, grab like this, do this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, he's helping the person testing. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> right? I thought you were proctoring and observing the exam, not. <laughs> not, not, yeah, not helping them along. So that's when I was like, what the fuck? Like, you just, and they get the. Get a belt? Like, what the hell is this? A blue belt. Yeah, so either way, that's I remember that very vividly. I, it, it very well could be different now. I don't know, you know. But uh, so we were only at that building for... This is the second building. This is the second building. Okay. I got my blue belt fairly quick, like six months or okay. So now, who there? tied it around your waist? Marcio. Okay, so let's pause for a sec on this, on this story. Describe Marcio to me. More, not not visually, just like personality, like you know. <laughs> Chris is pausing hard. No, this is. It's just there's no like. I, I can mean, only speak the, from my own experience. If right? the answer is like I didn't interact with him much, it's hard to tell. That's fine. I just want to. Uh, I yeah, like it's hard to say. It's sort of like how like everybody sort of develops their own like sort of. Um. You sort of naturally gravitate towards some people over others. Mm-hmm. Like the classes that I was training in, Brian Bombinski was teaching like the big beginners class a lot before um, Paul took over. So like I took a lot of his classes and then like competition training on Fridays, like Bombinski was running that. So like I That's can't, his last name, Bombinski? Yeah, Brian Bombinski. So like did I they, everybody they just called him Bombinski. Okay. They called him Bombinski. they just call him Brian, they called him Bombinski. Yeah, Bombinski. Like <laughs> front door. Bombinski or Bombinski? Bomb Bombinski. Bombinski. I'm, I'm Bom- sorry I'm not articulating well enough. I apologize. <laughs> Dude. 
<laughs> I've never heard that name. I'm, I'm, I'm it sounds fixated. made up, right? I'm, but it's I'm, asphalt, I'm, asphalt I'm, Adam. I'm fixated on it now. Bombinski. So I ran a lot of, like, I, he was teaching, like, he was a purple belt teaching. He ran the front desk and was teaching the beginner's class. So I took a lot of his stuff. And, man, so I guess I owe a lot of credit to him. Bombinski. Yeah, Bombinski, dude. Shout out to Brian Bombinski. I think he's selling though. insurance or, like, realty or something now. But, um. But yeah, so like he was running the competition class for us fucking weirdos who were training entirely too hard on a Friday night. Um, Wait, the competition team you just said? Yeah. So you had competi- the, the white belt competition team? White belts, yeah, and blue belt competition team. There you go. Yeah. It was, did it was you guys fucking com- hard, did you guys man. Compete? I was like, Jesus Christ. No, I didn't, <laughs> you think I'm competing? <laughs> you kidding me? So what was the competition class like? What was Dude, that? it was so hard. So oh describe it. So how long was it? Like, think of... How long was you, it? Oh, probably an hour and a half. Hour and a half. So break it down for like me. Like fucking, like a lot of it was, if you think of, you'd have to ask kind of the older school guys of like Paul's like MMA jiu-jitsu conditioning classes. Very, very similar to that. Like a lot of like partner carrying drills, a lot of like two teams across the thing. One person sprints across, does a fucking say Onagi on you. You either sprint back, carry one person over here. Like, like just fucking hard ass. Like so that's kind of like what Nick Paul. Like I, I was doing conditioning with Nick Paul for a short period of time. Oh, dude, it's and like, it was like, all right, I'm gonna hop on your back in background and, and just carry you, and, for- and you're gonna crawl yeah. all the way down the mat and back. Now I'm gonna do a fireman's carry around the mat. Yeah, you like, know, shit or like now I'm like- going to, I'm gonna crawl, but I'm gonna be under you. And I'm hanging like a Bro, koala bear. I remember me and Brian Hibbard and Jesse Flory and Earl. Did you say Kenny Florian? No, uh, Jesse Flory. <laughs> watch that dude. I watched him rep 225 53 times. Bro, this dude was strong as shit. He's a fucking Alaskan. Was a uh, IT teacher at Lyman High School. Fucking jacked as shit. I watched that dude rep 225 53 times. How big was he? He was like 225. Strong as shit. I mean, 225 is not that big. I mean, repping it for It is 50- for 5'8". Oh, yeah. When you're 5'8", five five. dude, man, like this. Oh, my God. But still, repping it. He looked re- like Captain Death. Repping it for over 50 is, like, when people rep That's like the combine, right? Like, when people rep it at the, at the no, the O-linemen rep it at most, like, 30, 40 times. Dude, this guy was insane. He was strong as fuck. He, we, would do, we would do two hours of jiu-jitsu a night, right? And then he'd be like... Yeah, I went home and did the boss route and work out for like 30 minutes. And then Where is this guy? Oh, I don't know. I have, What's I, the guy's name again? Jesse Flory. Jesse Flory? F-L-O-R-Y. I've got his phone number. I should like call him. Like, hey, man. <laughs> hey, put him on the podcast. <laughs> Bro, how are you? Can you still rep 225, 53 times? <laughs> Fucking strong. He was the guy. He was the reason why when I was like a white belt and blue belt, like early blue belt, I would never play off my back. I would only go, I would only sit there and fucking midget wrestle people and only play top. I would never, ever play off my back. Cause I was like, I'm not getting under this dude. Cause I was like 215 at the time, right? And so. And you certainly didn't bench 225. No. <laughs> and I don't want to be underneath that motherfucker. So, like, yeah, I, I, we, he and I, we grew pretty close too because of that. But so. I forgot my blue belt. I think I started doing... That's when I was like, okay, so I, I, I have a good base in grappling, right? After six months. I mean, it's such a fucking idiot. But like this competition training... It's so, hard, so, bro. I, so fucking so I, I, I'm kind of like... I, I, I like this description. It's one thing to do these like weird calisthenic partner workouts, 
But then the, you're going to throw in there like a judo throw. Dude. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So, like, I remember. <laughs> like, I remember so vividly. Okay. Give it to me. <laughs> there's, so, keep in mind, there's like 20 people in class, right? So, you split them in two groups of 10. I have to, like, carry one person on my back, like, piggyback across, like, the, like, the long mat now, right? Okay. Like, piggyback them across, drop them off, say Onagi somebody, pick them up carry that person who I just saved or not back across the mat. This is like 10 times. It's terrible. I was like, I can't believe like I ever did this as a human. Right. <laughs> so like either way, that's, that's the sort of shit what we do in our Friday. Now night. was there, so, so it was just a conditioning class. I, I don't, I, I just, when you say competition class, I first thought like, no, no, like, oh, and, and, and we're like start, starting standing first takedown king of the mat, like all that sort of shit. Right, like, oh damn, dude, it was. When hard. do you when do you do the calisthenic? Like, when did you do the partner callus? Throughout the before the fucking oh, king before. of the mat, it, because it you need easy. to be fatigued. So I don't you- know how we weren't more injured, right? <laughs> um, so either way, so are you claiming that sports science has matured? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Our technique took over after all that, right? <laughs> yeah, bro, <laughs> you're fully exhausted, and then <laughs> so we didn't have the we literally had, we didn't have the energy to harm each other at that point, right? Um, but then uh, maybe they, they, maybe there's something to that. Good. Well uh, done, Bumitsky. Oh. I, I miss you. Um, he did get his black belt eventually. I think he, I think he and if I remember correctly, he and Paul might have gotten their brown belts at the same time. Okay. No, no, because Bumitsky got his black belt. Before Paul, because Bob Miski got his black belt. I remember that. The same time that doctor, the fucking private lesson doctor guy got his black I, I, Wait, who's the fucking private lesson doctor guy? I want to say his name was Adam. Shout out to Adam, private lesson doctor guy. Yeah, Paul will know about it. Like, I, I, we've talked about it. Like, like the dude only did private lessons and someone got his black belt. Oh, really? Oh, dude. Like, oh, I didn't know never that. Never took, pro- well, never took uh, a group class. Ever. Really? Yeah. <laughs> right? So he's like, uh, he's like um, Ashton Kutcher. Did, did you ever we, see? We've, we've seen Ashton Kutcher roll though, right? Yeah, like, well, that was the whole joke is he takes private lessons no, with one of those guys he's and he's a brown belt. Like, he's yeah. a brown belt. He's got a special way of jiu-jitsu. I know. But, um, one that doesn't involve potentially harming the face. Exactly. I'd have to, I'd, which would not work well with your classes in in those days. Like, no, everything's a cross face, everything's smush. Yeah, the dude, I, you have to ask Paul about him. Okay, so, okay, but <laughs> that'll take a while to bring him in on the on the podcast. But yeah, well, that'll never happen again, right? Like, he, no, it'll, it'll happen again. We're, we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. Number hundred, eighteen more. Yeah, I know. Maybe for episode one hundred. Well, for episode one hundred, we have to do something special. Yeah. We'll we'll see what what we do. Anyway, we'll get, we'll get Adam on, right? <laughs> the doctor guy. Um, so this guy. From your perspective, like, how did you know he existed? Because he would show up. If he's only if he's not taking group classes, how did you know he existed in the first we, place? I saw him get belted up first off, and you're like, "Who is that guy?" Yeah, <laughs> I saw him get, and I, then everyone whispered. He was a purple belt when I private lesson. He guy. was a purple belt when I first joined, right? Okay. And I remember getting him as a brown belt. And I remember getting his black belt. I was like, "This guy ever roll?" <laughs> You know, like uh, there are whispers. Everyone's whispering. Who is this guy? Yeah, you know, like. But did you only see him at promotions, or did you see him come in and take? I would see him come in, like during class, and just like stand next, like Marcio. And who did he take privates with? I would assume Marcio. I I don't know personally, so you don't know personally. Okay, I can't. I can't speculate. Yeah, I would would assume Marcio. Okay, going to the gym. Um, so cool memory, uh, right around the time because. When I joined, it wasn't Gracie Ba. It was it was Marcio Seamus Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, 
right? The cool. This is pre Baja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I came. I, I had just gotten my blue belt around the time when uh, Baja they, they became an official Baja school, and mm-hmm. that's when all that shit went down with them. And that's that's another story altogether. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember Carlos Gracie Jr. He came and did a seminar. Carlos Gracie Jr. Yeah. You saw Carlos Gracie Dude, Jr. Dude, that's when I knew all the fucking shyster stuff. That's I was like, I know how the seminar shit works. Like, you guys come, you you sucker people into paying like however much money for your fucking seminars that you're required to do. And you know what happens? That's what Marcio teaches the next week anyway. So I'm good. Right? Like, so wait, I, I have a question. Works. I have a question because Yes. Um and this is just my Gracie. So our lineage is Carlos Carlson. Laborio Paul. Yes. Carlos Jr. is Carlos's son. Well, Carlson and Carlos Jr. are Carlos's son. Okay, so they're brothers. Yes, uh, yes, correct. And was there heat between Jr. and Carlson, or were they always close? From my understanding, there's always been beef between Carlson because he was the, the one, and I'm learning about this right now too as yeah, I read. Opening uh, the closed guard. Opening the closed guard, yeah. Like, Carlson was the first to kind of try to democratize jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. You know, prior to Carlson, you know, and I, I, I agree with it, is, is the best way to, one of the better ways to learn jiu-jitsu is by private lesson only. Mm-hmm. Because you get personal attention and blah, 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 right? I mean, you can't really pressure test because you're only pressure testing against one person mm-hmm. at that point. But, like, you know, Carlson evidently was the first one to democratize it and to focus on fighting. Um you know, like the, the, the MMA and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like fighting, fighting. But, okay. uh, so then Marcio was under who? Let me look. Carlos let me, Gracie. Let me look Junior? up the Marcio lineage. I, I don't know. I'll look See, up the Marcio lineage. I would assume right Carlos Gracie Jr. He was a black belt. I mean, Mar- Marcio was like a secondary so black belt. Continue. Well, I'll, I'll look up the Marcio, but continue your story. So Carlos Jr. Shows up, it shows up. They do a seminar. Dude, you, you, you had all the greats, bro. You, you were just, it's 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 kind of weird to like be. Did so, you ever meet Carlson? No, 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 no. Okay, because he was he was a part of the lineage, right? <laughs> and he was he was dead actually. He he died um, shortly after. So you know, because he, you know, Stefan Bonner was under Carlson. Okay. So like around the time when Stefan Bonner was a a super megastar before his his weird downfall. I mean, that makes sense. That that uh, it's up in Chicago and stuff. That, so uh, Marcio got his black belt under Carlos Gracie Jr. Okay, so which makes sense why Carlos why Gracie he ended Jr. up being a Gracie Baja. Yeah, why, gym, well, right? why Carlos Gracie Jr. gave a seminar too? Like, yeah, why, yeah. I'm like, but that's a part. I mean, you realize that like, all that affiliate stuff, like that's a part of the requirements that you have to do a seminar once a year, like that sort of stuff, right? So, dude, one of the coolest things is the the day, like, so Carlos Gracie Jr. came in. Like, let's say a week before, like, he came in, like, a Wednesday or something before mm-hmm. the Saturday seminar or whatever it was, right? And he came and, and you know, as, as we, when you're single and not married and don't have kids and shit, you hang around the gym afterwards and, like, we do I mean, now. Look at yours truly right yeah, here. You're, yeah, you're, you're the 25-year-old Chris Vu. Yeah. Um, so me and Earl stuck around after class because we did two hours of fucking jiu-jitsu and we would always go to either Tasty Walk or Steak and Shake after. It was awesome. Tasty Walker? Tasty Walk. Tasty Walk. It's oh, still Tasty there. Walk. Tasty Walk. It's still there now, but they moved across the street. Would you recommend Vincent. it? Oh, it's so good. One of the better new I mean, like, so that's another that's a weird politics story too. Okay. But 
right. <laughs> so, it, well, I mean, they, 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 now the, the better place is Peter's Bistro because the the original owner of Tasty Walk and the cooks left and went straight to Peter's. Oh, dude, we are learning so much today. Dude. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> one of the funnier memories, <clears throat> there was a uh, a dude after fucking jujitsu and like Muay Thai and whatever. Like Earl and I would always go to Tasty Walk and eat. And I'm like, Jesse, Mitch, um, you know, y'all need to come and get some food with us. And it's like 8.45 at night. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I brought them all taste to walk, Earl, and all, we're talking up so much. The food's awesome there. I'm like, guys, look, like me and my boy, we brought you like 12 people to eat, right? Like, this is going to be awesome. And they're like, yeah, but you come so late. Like, you should be like grateful that I'm bringing like 20 heads to your restaurant. But you're complaining that it's because it's after class and it's almost closing time. like. Fuck you guys. But, um, so either way, uh, after class one day at the location on next to Food and Hobby, after uh, Carlos Christie Jr. arrived, you know, Earl and I were just sitting around watching, and I'm not sure what was happening, but Carlos Christie Jr. was rolling with Marcio, and mind you, this is at the time where, like, Ooh. us, like, us plebs yeah. were, like, Marcio's like our god, right? Yeah. Like a lot of that hero, hero worship going on. Oh. This is cool. I mean, he must have had multiple degrees on his black belt. I already. think he was a. I know it's an even number, so there's two or four. Yeah, okay. I think one of the two. I don't know. And he's like a seventh degree now. Yes. According to this. Okay. According to the internets. Um, yes. Okay. And he's a coral belt now. And dude, like, we were like, oh, the god. And then, like, Carlos Gracie Jr. came, and they were rolling. And I was like, holy shit. He is wiping the fucking floor of Marcio. This guy is the true savior. <laughs> and it was the coolest shit. And it's literally, like, me and, like, Earl just sitting there, like, like I can't believe they weren't like, get the fuck out of here. Like, just two goofy-ass, like, white belts, and they're watching this shit happen. No, but dude, it awesome. it's, like, it's like modern, it's like... Uh, this is how the, myths are created, right? It, this, is like the, 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 this is like the Middle Ages where... They massacre entire troop, but leave one guy alive so he can tell the story. Yeah, and this and is and this like, is yeah. how the myth of Genghis Khan, you know? right? Yeah, like, <laughs> or like the beginning of well, no, the beginning of Gladiator. He sends back a headless messenger. <laughs> like, <laughs> but no, this is it was it was cool, right? Like, and it's it's a very vivid, vivid memory of mine. But uh, it was it was awesome to watch Car- Carlinos, you know, like. Putting it on, and, and how like how old would was Car- would Carlos Gracie Jr. be at the time? Uh, however old he 50s, is now, minus 40s? fifteen years. I, I you know I mean I, I don't know. He's probably maybe maybe late forties. Okay, I guess I don't know. Wow, it so was you, cool. You it was saw, really cool though. You man. saw the mythical creatures. Yeah, and then then I skipped out on his uh <laughs> I skipped out on his seminar and got the lesson the next week. So so he is. He is 65 currently. 65. So he was 50 at the time. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So. Oh, 16 years. Actually, 49. 49 so you're training at this second location. Yeah. Right? I gave him a blue belt. Then at that point, I um, only started doing Muay Thai and was doing. So you got your blue belt and then you just focused on Muay Thai. Only focused on Muay Thai. And, so and Mr. Bobby was still teaching. Mr. Bobby was definitely. Yeah. So that was cool. Okay. Train a lot, man. Uh, we train a lot of Muay Thai. Like so, as, as you know, did you have any interactions with the Marcio Simas fight team? Or, not or th- were really. they still isolated in their own room? 
They were or, still on. Or were you doing Muay Thai sparring with them sometimes? So keep in mind, there's not a Marcel Siemens fight team. It's a, it's a Paul Rodriguez fight team. I know, but it's under his banner. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. I, I, I'm not I, saying I, Marcio's I, running it. I'm just saying it's, it's, that's it what it's labeled. Yes, that's what okay. it's labeled. I, I got you, I got you. I'm not talking about who's actually Who's running. actually doing the yeah, training, no, right? No, 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 no. Um, not, no I, not really. Okay. It, it wasn't until Paul got his brown belt. Man, my timelines are all fucked up. It wasn't until Paul got his black belt and he started, they had just incorporated to become like Gracie Baja. He couldn't have gotten his black belt there. No, brown belt, brown belt. Okay. Yeah. And he just got his brown belt and he started teaching the beginners white belt class. So Brian. And I was in that. Was gone. He took, he took over from Brian. Okay. Because Brian, I mean, like quite frankly, like Paul's nothing disparaging about Brian because he, he taught me a lot of what I still do to this day. Um, like stacking guard pass, baby. <laughs> that's Bombetsky right there. But position one, two, and three, that's Paul Rodriguez. Okay. Um, Brian, you know, one of my most vivid memories was Paul's first class. He said, on average, it takes people a, a year and a half, a year to a year and a half to get their blue belts. My goal as an instructor is to give you guys the tools you need to get your blue belts in six months. So he's like, I understand they have their like weird curriculum that they have to do and blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to teach you guys what what you're going to use, you know. Ooh, yeah, so it was you, cool, right? So like, you did say he came in kind of ar- the I wouldn't say arrogant, but no, but he, I mean, like that's cocky, <laughs> confident, confident, brimming with confidence. Yes. There we go, brimming with um, confidence. But Bombinski wasn't the most uh, charismatic person, I would say. You know, like and then he, Paul was. <laughs> no, but I mean, like when Paul teaches, like no, it's engaging. Yeah, sure. he's yeah. you know he's really, really so. But I, I mean, he said that his co- his teaching come a long way. So what was he like as a brown belt teaching you guys? Not all that long because shortly, like very very shortly thereafter, they were um, uh, they had their falling out, and then he went to ATT. Then he went to Knockout Fitness. Knockout Fitness. Yeah. Oh, and then he was like... Because Hanato Tavares was the ATT guy representing in Orlando. At Hanato? Hanato Tavares at the Dean University School. Okay. And so they had reasons. That's when they approached Paul. So he was, quote, technically unaffiliated for a period of time. He was knockout fitness. But Dean Thomas was already with ATT. Yes. Because I remember Paul saying like, "That's when, yeah, that's I can't when, train with you because you're with AT. I love you, bro, but I." You're, yeah, he was with ATT. He's a founding founding member of ATT. One okay. of the founding fighters. So let's go back then for that briefest of periods that Paul was a brown belt teaching at Marcio's. What were his classes like? How was it different? Like, was there a, there wasn't a fucking twenty minute warm up? Okay, so so let's get into this. Like, so so what was bro? A, what was a class my, like? Before? One of my earliest memories of. Marcio actually teaching a class. Do you know why I can break fall so well? Because I literally break fall for 45 minutes straight. <laughs> yes. That's why, like, when you watch me now, like, I mean, you see me do it, right? Like, I break fall for everything, right? Because, like, that's how you're supposed to break fall. So, so, it's so, so is Marcio right? Did Marcio, did, did you begrudgingly develop a skill that you otherwise wouldn't have done it if it was a more fun, structured class? Guess so. Maybe you have to cut your teeth and just fucking so, so what, put up what, with the crappy what's 45 stuff. 45 minutes of break falling, how is that? How does Bro, one do that? Dude, so you How start does off, one make that happen? So, I mean, like, you literally start off, you're sitting down, right? You learn how to break fall, tuck your chin, blah, blah, blah. Sitting down. 
break fall backwards. Okay. Right. So you go flat back. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And but, but feet, you know, like rock. rock yeah, yeah, rack. yeah. And then you okay. So there's a little bit of that. Then you have to learn how to break fall right. So now you, you know, go this way. Right? Still seated. <laughs> and you learn how to break fall left. <laughs> left. Right. Still I seated. Like you, I feel like you could do this in Portuguese, and people would be able to learn a little Portuguese too. Right. And you then know, from direta, there, you're scared. <laughs> now, and then it's that you tell. Okay, so you start off and you do it left, right? I mean, you, you do all that. Then you do it from crouching. Did you ever fall forwards? No. Interestingly, the first time I ever learned how to fall, um, the, you mean like a, a a rolling break fall? Yes. No, I'm but talking. Like yeah, no, like no, 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 no. Okay, so he did left. He did back, left, right from seated. Yes, from, and then from literally seated. Then, and then, then from like. This. Oh, oh, crouch position. Squat, right? Like, like you're a catcher to... in the batter's box catching yep. a pitch. So you had to learn how to do it this way. Right, left, right, blah, blah, blah. And then. Do you stand, stand. up? Oh. Yep. Whoa. And you stand and do the same thing, right? Whoa. So, I mean, like, that's why. That, that's actually a damn good reason why. During Bombinski's fucking crazy Sayonagi classes, none of us got injured because we knew how to break fall. Holy there you shit. Go. There's a method to the man. There's a method to the man. Old I... school works, baby. Yeah, I mean, status quo is status so, quo so, for a reason, right? So, okay, so hang on. So how did this lasted for 45 minutes? Bro. So when he has you falling. I wish I was exaggerating. When he has you falling backwards. By the way, you're still in that squat position yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So as you sit back down, you're like, oh, shit. Um, I'm training how long? Right how long were the, like, how many minutes did he have you just going backwards? So, dude, man, I, I don't remember, quite frankly. But, like, so just the idea of, like, right now. Like, so you've taken some, enough of my classes and all my, I don't want to say my morning guys, but the guys who have taken class with me in the morning sure. know. I'm big on, like, using the clock, right? Because you should have a structured amount of time, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the onus is on you to get your reps in. I don't, I don't like prescribing reps. You don't like whistling, and go, and go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't like, I don't or want, blow I'm the like, whistle every five I'm like, seconds. If, I'm gonna set the clock. If you get as many reps in as you can, progressively resistance. That's on you. Like the onus is on the the student to 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 train properly. But like, dude, there's no clock. It's just like when you think of like people talking about how, and I don't I don't want to stare it up too much, but like sort of like the Brazilian structure that it just kind of like teaches technique and just wanders off in the corner and chats and like fucking forgets about like <laughs> the rest of the class. Dude, there is apparently there is a, a non-Brazilian Muay Thai instructor here at our gym that would do that. Who? A few years ago. We're now like mouthing, we're like mouthing names <laughs> to each other. <laughs> no, not that person. Uh, I, dude, I, I'm trying to. Th I mean, I feel it. Yes, that guy. <laughs> well, no, the fir the first name is the one I remembered. That start that starts with the first letter of the alphabet. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know any. I don't. I've oh, never don't met the guy. Okay, I never yeah, met yeah. the guy. He was before my time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like. Like, you know, so if you're wondering why there's some when you watch the students know it. <laughs> when, when, you, when you're wondering why there's kind of an awkward pause, it's because we're holding the mics away from our mouth, yeah. mouthing names. No, because no, we, I, yeah, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> because like and I don't know the person. I just heard that you never he, met. But, him? I, but I heard it was like what I heard was all innocent. Like he legitimately just forget. Like he's oh, not a dude. bad guy. Like he literally <laughs> just forgetting to or, talk to or someone. The, yeah, that's it. And, and, or just start talking and just like guys about it, right? do one twos. I'll tell you when to rotate. And then he goes off. And he takes, you know, it's like oh man, like, later it's like wait, wait, wait. 
<laughs> people are like their knuckles are bleeding. They're like, <laughs> their arms are so tired. Being one, two, three, one, two. <laughs> but that's just my way of like. So like I do that too because like it's my way of preventing myself from getting bored as an sure. instructor too, right? Like okay. It's, it's, it, <laughs> so going back there. So they didn't put a timer Dude, on. There's no clock. Like you're just fucking. <laughs> you're just break doing break balls, and then they'd go off. <laughs> They're key, key, key in the goddamn corner, you know, with the fucking purple belts and stuff that show up late, and then smash you later on for class. You're, you're, oh, so that's where that comes from too. Oh, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> that's where the memes come fucking from. Fucking Myron. I don't even know what his last name is. Purple belt. Super nice dude, long, we, beautiful wavy hair. I feel like I'd be this guy too. I'd be like, oh, I'll let those guys break fall for forty five minutes. Oh, so Myron, yeah, like super man. He was the original like super agility game. I remember him, but um, super nice guy. I just remember I'm like this motherfucker. I'm like, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I'm not dumb. Like we see what you're doing. You're key 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 in the goddamn corner with Marcio <laughs> and the other higher blue belts and purple belts and brown belts. And you're just going to use this as fucking cannon fodder later on. After we've been break falling for 45 minutes, you had jackass. Um, so, okay, after 45 minutes of break falling, yeah. what happened? You roll. That was it? No, <laughs> you, you roll. No, like, yeah. no technique. You're, you're rolling for 20 minutes, you know? You're just getting smashed. Dude, like, the, the, I mean, I hate to say it, but, like, the, the stereotypical example of a, a one-hour class consisting of Super lengthy warm up, followed by sometimes one technique, sometimes four unrelated techniques, and then roll. That's a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like like a hundred percent true. Like I've chatted with Steve and Steve Wynn about it, you know, like, and you know, like I have, I have a very like logical flow to how I try to run class. I'm like, that's all like self taught. Like it's when because I was thrown into being an instructor probably a little bit too early on to be honest. Yeah where I just now need to learn the skill of how to properly instruct and, you know, praise be to SBG that I, I happen upon their material as to how I can be a better coach, mm-hmm. you know, looking for kids instructionals and that sort of thing, because I was helping Joe with that. But, um, but yeah, man, like that's, that, that's, I mean, it's, it very well could be different now. I don't know. You know because Oh I, no, we're yeah. not, we're not, this is not, this is, this is by no means, this is this is what your experience was many many years ago, and it, yeah, and it's you know just how it's because we tend to like overreact and and overcorrect about like our previous experiences, right? Like you see this happen a lot with like like new atheists who fucking just absolutely abhor like super Christians, right? Like you see that happen a lot. Like I I I probably do the same with my own experiences, right? Like I'm super like I don't give a fuck if you step on the mat late like just get on the mat and train like I don't care you mm-hmm. know like that sort of thing like going from overly like oh okay so I have a question yeah big, big, probably the most important question was there a picture a portrait of Helio on the wall there was Carlos Gracie senior Carlos Gracie yeah there would there, there would be no reason for Helio to be on the wall it was Carlos Gracie senior and it's the old picture too, like the one of of him like looking like an old man. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, like, I think I know which one. Nice, you're clear. About. Yeah, you've seen it. Trust me. It's, it's not Helio <laughs> doing this. It's like a it's like a headshot. Yeah, of with, with senior. Ca- yeah, yeah. We're just looking like like a skinny Santa Claus. You yeah, know, with yeah, no beard. Yeah. Without a beard. Yeah, with no beard. With no, no beard. beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay. It's I, I know you've seen it. It's I, I've seen it. Yep, I've seen it. Yeah, I've yeah. Seen there's it. definitely okay. that in the in the. On the wall. He still got that glimmer in the his eye though. That. Yeah, man, that Gracie diet does wonders for you, man. So, <laughs> so, um, 
you told me he told me what the class were like before when paul took over the classes what changed functional warm-up okay um like a partner warm-up like kind of like a lot what we do now um like one technique or two techniques that are related to one another and then rolling okay then that's that's as I didn't spend nearly as much time with Paul as I did with Bombinsky and stuff. So mm-hmm. like it's very very limited in my uh, memory. Okay. So he did do some some self defense stuff though. I do remember that because it was a part of the curriculum. So all right. So then like fucking bear hug stuff and just random like because it was there right. You had to do it. So how did you find out that Paul was leaving, and what did you do? So. At the time, I was moderate jiu-jitsu, heavy Muay Thai. Yeah. With Mr. Bobby. With Mr. Bobby. Bobby Robert. Um, I think it was one of the things where, like, because I was close to Bobby at that point, me, Alistair, and Jared, and, and Morrow were pretty close to Bobby, and he was sort of privy to all the inner workings so of all that stuff. Paul, just Paul, let's hit pause for a second on that. You said Paul was running the fight team stuff in the back. Yes. My, to my knowledge, you know, Bobby would also been, help. Like he would have said, cause I was like, yeah. Bobby's, I know Bobby's cornered. I think Paul yes. in something. And so yeah, was he going back there? Like what was not during regular hours because he was responsible for teaching. So when, were, when was he working with Paul? Had he worked with Paul in the past and then they'd kind of like, that I don't know. I can't speak that. You don't that. know. Yeah. I can't. That's, so, that's, but you, but from your perspective at that time, you didn't see much. Bobby coaching between correct Bobby and, 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 Paul. and Paul not until not until Paul and Seth and then poached Bobby from Gracie Baja gotcha okay so resume the story so you said things but went, obviously but things but went weird still, he was still even though he wasn't let's say actively coaching Paul reg, let's say he wasn't regularly coaching Paul he was still privy because he's an instructor. He's an instructor. Gotcha. Right? Okay. And and mind you, this is all around a weird time. Seth's going off to the Ultimate, the Fighter. Ultimate Fighter. He's off. He's this like is literally gone. This is before he did the Kimbo fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's he's off doing the Ultimate Fighter. He's um, there's the the integration of Gracie Baja as a part of the the branding and and whatnot. And oh the, yeah, when did Gracie Baja come into it? Probably around the time when... Okay, so yeah. it was Marcio Simas Jiu-Jitsu or MMA, whatever. What was the name it, of the school? Marcio Simas Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Marcio... Like the little shark. Simas Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Man, I wish I kind of had those shorts. I really like those shorts he had, too. You like have to dig up, your, dig up your, the, the original apparel. Oh, dude, yeah. So yeah. around the time that Gracie Baja is forming... In Orlando, yes. It was founded in Orlando. Gracie Baja Orlando, you mean? Yeah, but what? GBO, not 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 Gracie Baja the organization. Gracie, that, that's the a Gracie Baja thing. organization already existed, but Marcio was going bought to into the franchise. Bought into the franchise. Or whatever the case so, is. I don't. I don't around the, the time that transition was happening, in in, in your in your I, memory, I, I don't. To your I, there's a lot of stuff that I I know I can speculate on, but I don't want to. I know, get on but record it, saying it. I know, but just from your recollection of the, of events, that's, around the same time, that's when they whether they were related, unrelated, un, whether one happened first or the other, who knows? Yes. But in that same in that within that same two year period, I mean less than that. I mean it's less probably. I was only at Gracie Baja for two and a half years. Okay, so so within a year period, from two thousand five until two thousand eight, 
Okay. So bottom line is, let's get back to to, to the narrative here that that you've been that you've been telling, you've been recalling. So it's Bobby being privy as an instructor to behind the scenes stuff. Yes. The inside baseball stuff. Yes. There's what rumblings, rumors, whatever you want to call it, that something's a brew. And then how did you actually find out that Paul was leaving? I think they just stopped showing up, to be honest. Like, <laughs> but and there who, was the, but and the, who talked? But whatever it was that went down, like no, I mean, I'm not, yeah. I, I, I'm not asking you to tell me what, what, but I'm just talking from your perspective. So no, you, no one was notified. He just Paul was no longer the instructor. Yeah, basically. and there was no announcement about that. No, no, or anything. Yeah, so who was teaching like, at that point? Who, who? So when Paul didn't who was walk teaching jujitsu? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't even recall because I wasn't doing too much jujitsu. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, like it, it might have been Bominsky. It might have been. I don't know, Gucci was... And then what did you do subsequently? I, so that, around that same time, I was only doing Muay Thai that was still at the Colonial Photo and Hobby Place. Mm-hmm. They moved locations to where they are now on Mills, that two-story building. Okay. The top floor was basically MMA, Muay Thai, bottom floor is all jiu-jitsu. I'm just doing whatever Bobby's doing. Yeah. I'm coming in, doing my two, three hours of kickboxing a night. You know, so you were very much loyal to Bob. Excuse me, I'm yawning here. Not because I'm actually very much interested. I, in this. I was sort of like, but I mean, you were like one of Bobby's guys at that point. Yeah, yeah. You're when, like, when, I like taking when class Paul with Bobby. Left at that point, like I was sort of like, well, he he was sort of my dude, right? Like taking jujitsu classes with him early on as a white belt. Mm-hmm. Then he left. I'm like, I'll just do this because yeah. you know. So I was. Bobby's a very engaging father type figure. Oh right? yeah, yeah. So, so, and then when I was, ba- I, I, I so had when, not done jujitsu for when Bobby a got year when Bobby point. moved to Dean and University. Is that how you did you follow him? Yeah, no, yeah, and that's when he. So when when Paul and them poached Bobby, Bobby's and they, like, and they were knockout fitness at the time. They were start. They were knockout fitness at the time. They took over ATT Orlando mm-hmm. because. They, whoever booted Hanada Tiberi's, mm-hmm. um, I believe it was. I, I won't get into it. Business dealings going on. Mm-hmm. HC Orlando, JPR, Joe Paul, Ryan, Ryan Man. Shout out to you guys. Um, we need a Muay Thai coach. We'll bring over Bobby. They bring him over. Bobby's like, I've got my boys. They're coming with me, and mm-hmm. I, I go with Bobby. Okay, so let me just restate it and tell me if I if I understand. And I got this. my first stripe on my blue belt when I took a jujitsu class with Paul. With Paul. <laughs> he's like, first class back. He's like, you deserve a blue stripe or that, one, a one blue stripe, stripe? <laughs> or one stripe of my blue belt. So, so still, there. Um, let me just make sure I follow this. So, um, obviously, there's a lot. There are probably a lot of individual stories with different people here that'd be very interesting to go into. But oh, yeah, yeah, bottom yeah. line is, Paul left. Bobby was still at at, at, yeah. at Marcio's, yep. which was turning into Gracie Baja. It was already Gracie Baja. Though. Okay, which yeah. it had turned into Gracie Baja very recently. Yes. And then Paul went off and was obviously training somewhere else. Naga Fitness. Naga Fitness. And then at some That's period, where Lazy Moon is. Yeah. You know, like that's over the, and then at the, some period, at, at, UC some, seven at some point, they were like, hey, we have this venture. We want a Muay Thai guy. Let's hire Bobby. So they hired Bobby to Dean and, University. Bo- and Bobby brought some of his students with some him, of students, yes. you being one of them. Me being one of them. And then you took a jujitsu class at this new location, which was Knockout Fitness? 
which was ATT Orlando. ATT Orlando. Yes. And you got a stripe got my, on your blue belt. One stripe on my blue belt. Boom. Completely undeserved, by the way. Because <laughs> at that point, I hadn't done jiu-jitsu for like a for fucking, uh, fucking year at that point. So that's that's why I, I firmly believe I was a blue belt for so long because A, I wasn't training consistently, and B, I had gotten my blue belt entirely too early. Yeah. Like this is, you know. Well, dude, that was a thoroughly interesting Lots deep of dive fun, right? into your story. So we're going to have to come back to this and continue. With perhaps some more perspectives. More perspectives. And let also me, let continue. Put all our, feel, our feelers out. And we also continue your story because. Why? No, no. Well, no, no. Because you, you are like the narrator of this sweeping epic, which is the origins and evolution of MMA and Jiu-Jitsu in, in Orlando, Orlando. In yeah. Central Florida. But let's just say Orlando. I know a lot of people. And, and, and what you just described, yes, you, you, you were the narrator that sometimes is I'm involved. Like the, I'm like an outside perspective, too. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah so I, that, was, that was really cool. So, all right. So, dude, I think that was awesome. We've got the dogs are, are barking. losing their minds. Which means they're probably going to get relocated. My here. headache's gone away. Yep, I knew it. So here comes Jerry. That. He got re- do Jerry, not. You're me. instigating. So little Jerry has joined the podcast, which means it's time for us to sign off. Yeah. Because Until little next Jerry, time. little Peen, hey little Peen. So guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, thank you, guys. Diab. Follow us. Yeah, Diab. Thank you for the love, man. We appreciate it. Um, guys, you can follow us on social media at BJJ and Brews. That's uh, Facebook. That's Instagram. Shoot us an email, bjjandbrews at gmail.com. If you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, that's your best way to reach out. Um, we do sponsorship shots, whether it's a one-time thing or a long-time thing. We are here to serve all your needs, and our audience is growing. Yes. So we are up. and uh, The Vietnamese population has, has yeah, chimed we're, in. Yeah, we're, we're up. We're, we're hitting that good. Right. No, but we are up. In the last, in the last month, we, we, we're up. Sweet. It's awesome. Um, so thanks for spreading the love, spreading the word. Guys, make sure to subscribe. If you subscribe to the podcast, whether it's on pod, uh, whether it's on Spotify or Whatever Apple your chosen podcast, platform. that helps us out. So uh, hey, give, go ahead leave, and do yeah, that. You know what? Five-star reviews, shout-outs. If you, if you leave a review, we'll see it, and we'll give you a shout-out. So, guys, we really yeah. appreciate all the love, and um, we hope to do another 82 of these, too. You know, we're going to get to 100 first, and we'll see what happens. Jesus. I was, I was like, man, that's like quite, a, quite a big leap there. But, I mean, yeah, 82. All right. Well, guys, thanks for everything. We will catch you next week, same time, same place. See ya.